Hi, I'm Mary Thompson Hunt, and welcome to From the Heart. Central Florida is widely known for its tourist spots and attractions, but many people don't know about its thriving arts community. On this show, we are excited to introduce to you talented and passionate artists who shape our arts community. How do they create and why? And how can Central Florida benefit from an even greater arts presence? On each episode, we introduce to you guests who are influential leaders and artists who are truly making a difference from the heart with a capital A-R-T. <laughs> I kind of hiccup there. So, hello to my beautiful guest today. Thank so listeners, you. as you can see, Joshua or here, Joshua Vickery is not here today. I'm here sans Joshua. So I read the whole thing by myself. I, I even read his part. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but I'm very excited that today our guests on this show is are from representing the Global Peace Film Festival that we have every year. So I'm going to have... Uh, Nina, our executive director, maybe you wouldn't mind introducing everyone here? Okay, well, my name's Nina Strike, and I'm, as Mary said, I'm the executive director. With with us here is Lori Turchin, who's the festival manager for the Global Peace Film Festival, and Lisa Mills, who has a film in the festival, and this is not her first film. I think this is your fifth, is it? It's the fourth or fifth. Fourth or fifth. I was Something trying like to... Th- Think right. of which ones uh, were in the festival, yes. but in any event, yes, it's mm-hmm. multiple festivals. And we also took one of your films to a, far, a festival that we partnered with in South Korea. Wow. So you so both traveled to South global. Korea with the film too? Uh, I did. <laughs> Next time. Right. It was fun. One of Lisa's students won our, fil- our first film contest, the Audience Award, last year. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, her name was Brittany Todd. Um, we had all the last year was the first year we uh, pa- partnered with Fusion Fest to do a film contest, Global Peace and Fusion Fest. And um, at that time, we it was our first year, and we just put a call out for films. And um, one of Lisa's students submitted a great documentary, and basically the films are about diversity and how to keep your heritage alive when you're not in your place of origin or you know neighborhood of origin, and. Uh, it's really been just a full circle moment for I think all three of us and how we've really just come together, you know. That's so, beautiful. Yeah. Um, do you attribute the coming together, um, having, uh, being influenced by the fact that it was over filmmaking, over the conversations? Might they have been more personal? Absolutely. Or? I think film like is the common. Oh yes, film is the <laughs> film is the common thread. Or actually, creative media too, sort of an extension. We don't, don't, the Global Peace Film Festival mainly shows films, but we do other things as well. For instance, a kindergarten through 12th grade peace art exhibit that's really? uh, organized through Orange County Public Schools. And that, will be, that will be on display uh, in the rotunda at City Hall in Orlando for throughout the week of the festival. Wow. Um, and then another of our non-art events this year is uh, is uh, a an exhibit of artwork by Jimi Hendrix. Wow. Yeah. I didn't that, know that Jimi Hendrix did art. Who did? I, <laughs> I mean, we did. I hey, didn't if he know. scribbles on a cocktail napkin, it's considered art. This, so but this, Jimmy, Jimmy, no, I'm but, just but this is more. This is more than that. It's going to be know, at City I Arts, know. and uh, um, that will open on third Thursday in September, which is September eighth. 19th. I keep getting the dates wrong. Um, and uh, finally, on Saturday morning, September 21st, there's going to be a, uh, a family event 
called Peace Day in the Park in Central Park and Winter Park uh, from 9 to noon. And uh, that's there will be all kinds of arts and uh, enter- musicians, musicians and, and speakers. and So tell us about it's Peace International Peace Day, did you say? Yes, it is. The International Day of Peace is September 21st. And that's why we situate the film in the middle of hurricane season. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, wow. Because because that's a a really good anchor. Is there a website for the International Peace Festival if the listeners want to look to Um, see? For the, uh, there are many websites for the International Day of Peace. For Peace Day in the Park, the website is... um, ValenciaCollege.edu slash PJI is P like Peter. Okay. Peace and Justice Institute. Um, for the Global Peace Film Festival, which has all the information about the films, the schedule, the uh, tickets, um, the, the website is PeaceFilmFest.org. All right. And uh, listeners, in our third segment before we leave, we will give both those websites again in case you missed it. So get a pencil ready and paper, and you have to stay tuned. all right lovely so um what is it for each of you what what attracted you to the work that you're now doing with this work what what was the calling was it I've had two passions all my life one is um doing things to make the world a better place and the other is film and this just uh a lot of things that I've done have sort of led me to this place uh I started out as a film editor I used to cut trailers for major motion pictures and um, in my spare time I would make documentaries about things that I was passionate about and I used to say that I cut the trailers so I could spend the money on doing the film my films your <laughs> films yeah <laughs> and I uh, you know flip between film and uh, politics as well I was the New York City film commissioner in the Dinkins administration in the early 90s Wow and I'm currently producing a film about Mayor Dinkins, the so far only black mayor of New York City. Yeah, um, I remember. And after I left the administration, I sort of was asked to do a f- organize a festival, film festival, and just kept getting asked to do more. So if anyone wanted to see any of your work, is there a website they can go to? or is there Most of my... Films, old films are like obscure and <laughs> unavailable. Um, most of them were shorts, and they were mostly for organizations that worked on the issues that so I. So there's cared nowhere about. online that anyone. Not could really, see. not my, not my own work. Mm-hmm. But um, there is the the documentary we're doing. There is a there is a website for our documentary. It's rundnd.com. Nice rundnd.com. Yeah. Lovely. David Norman Dinkins is. So run DND, that's a good. I'd also mention the online festival. Oh global peace. Yeah. The well that'll come Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shit. That's all right. That's not my work. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's that's a little bit about me. That's lovely. So Global Peace Film Festival, is this how the three of you met? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yes. Yeah. 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 Was it like when how long has this been going, the F- Global Peace Festival? This is year 17. Wow. And um, I actually live in New York. I come down here to plan it and to and for it. Um, I come down multiple times of the a year. Why'd you choose down here? Um, I didn't. Uh, I was actually hired to create the festival by some by a businessman who who 
funded the first festival and promptly went out of business. And I was fascinated by the fact that there was nothing like it here and that there were, you know, that people weren't talking about these issues here. And I thought that film was a way to bring people together. Mm -hmm. I, I still think that, that film is a way to bring people together. And so um, I decided to sort of persevere even without funding um, until I could find, you know, until I started, you know, finding more funding and met Lisa through, um, through the then um, head of the film program at UCF where Lisa teaches. Um, and we've been friends and worked together. Lisa was on the board of the festival for uh, a term. Um, and, uh, and Lori um, started out as a box office manager. Was, was actually brought to the festival by Debbie. Debbie Walters. Uh, by, mm. by I know Debbie Walters a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, by by somebody who is working for the festival. And right. Laurie started out in a you know in a sort of basic, you know, um, box office role in one place and has moved, you know, has has gotten more and more involved and engaged. So, not only is she the festival manager, but as she was saying earlier, the uh, Fusion Fest short film contest is like her baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, so, Lisa, you teach film? That's right. I'm an associate professor uh, in the film and mass media department, which is now in the Nicholson School of Communication and Media. So the communication department is uh, downtown in our beautiful new downtown campus. And the film and mass media department consists of film, radio, television, and journalism. And we're taking over the communication building back on the main campus. Wow. We're really excited about a lot of these changes. Um, uh, you know, in this day and age in education where we hear the STEM sciences emphasized over and over again, I got to tell you that there are so many students out there that really have so much to say and want to express through the arts. And we have increasing enrollment in film, radio, television, digital media. The electronic creative arts remain one of the most popular majors at UCF, and I'm really pleased to have been a part of all that. I arrived at UCF in 99 after 25 years in broadcast journalism. Wow. When, when you have your first day of class for film, people just curious about it or they're interested, what do you say about What's something that you w- want them to know about a, f- a career in film or an interest in film? Film is, like, what do, you, what do you say? Well, I'm afraid I have to explain to them on the first day how much work it is <laughs> to make a film, number it, one. You have to be passionate. You have to have a passion for it. Uh, it's a long road. Um, it's a multidisciplinary kind of art. Um, you have to be a visual artist, you have to be able to write, you have to be well organized. And then and the other collaborative. thing, that's the, other, that's the second thing that I emphasize to them is if you're a loner and you don't want to work with other people, then you really need to find business. a different major mm. uh, because nobody makes a film alone. And um, it's, uh, that's one of the things that I really love about it. And I tell particularly my documentary students, um, whom I love, because they want to use film to change the world. And I tell them on the first day, if you don't love people, 
then you have no business making documentaries because mm. making documentaries is all about winning the trust of the subjects whose stories you're going to tell. And you don't want to betray them. That's right. Yes, or ill portray them either. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, we don't have much time left for this segment, but we are coming right back. Um, a bit of advice to anyone wanting to go into film. Who wants to give it? And then we'll take this break. Do whatever it takes. Just keep persisting. It'll happen if you're passionate enough. Right? And believe in yourself. Believe you in yourself. Trust mm-hmm. your gut. Persistence is really critical. Persistence. Yeah. Believe in yourself. Don't take gut. no for an answer. When someone tells a film person no, they dig their heels in. It's like a, a gauntlet's been dropped, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am <Yeah>. I right? <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. Well, we're going to be coming right back for more wise wisdom about filmmaking here with these lovely ladies, brilliant, smart, talented ladies, uh, all about the Global Peace Film Festival. I'm Mary Thompson Hunt. We'll be back in a few moments from the heart. Welcome back to From the Heart. I'm Mary Thompson Hunt. Joshua Vickery will be back next week, but I'm having the pleasure of being here with three pretty inspiring ladies. The Global Peace Film Festival is being represented today by Nina Streich. Did I get that right? Yes. Streich, Executive Director. Lori Tertian, Festival Manager, Global Peace Film Festival. And Lisa Mills, Director of one of the films that will be in the Global Peace Film Festival. So we're very excited to have all three of you here. Um, so what's the biggest challenge of the Global Peace Film Festival? Uh, reaching audiences and, and, and encouraging them to come to the festival because a lot of people read the name and they think it's going to be depressing and, and uh, boring. Global Peace? That's depressing? Right. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't think so, but, um, but that, is, that is something that does come up a lot. You know, I don't want to go to something that's going to tell me what to do, but we absolutely do not do that. Well, we it sounds like it inspires. W- wait, exactly. It exactly. It's exactly what we want to do. We want to inspire. We have a variety of different taglines that we use for the festival. The first one is, it starts here, because we want the experience of coming to see a film to inspire people to do something about what they've seen, whatever. And we don't want to tell them what to do. We want them to find their passion. Mm-hmm. And again, we were talking about passion in the last segment. And, you know, the film Fe- Global Peace Film Festival is also all about passion because the filmmakers who submit their work to us have made their work for a very specific purpose, and that is something that they are passionate, for, personally passionate about, and the, uh, the people that they make their films about are passionate about what they do. So, um, yes, some of the films are about subjects that are not terribly, you know, war maybe, you know, would not terribly um, happy or something, but right. we do, we look for comedy, we look for different genres, we look for 
you know, when we look for things to inspire people. We also work with a lot of community-based organizations that work on the issues that the films are about so that we can, you know, when somebody's seen a film and is like, wow, what can I do about that? We have people in the room who can say, hey, this is wow. what we're doing. Wow. Let's, you know, come join us. And so so we want to leave people with, you know, resources with resources and but also uh, connections mm-hmm. and also excitement yeah and um so i just want to say i think that's what really got me inspired to be more involved was the fact that i had met so many people i was born with celluloid in my vein i get film i'll do anything <laughs> film no I'm, I'm not kidding but i met so many people that that wasn't their jam and yeah. then they had a cause, though, that they championed, and they found the best way to get that across was through that medium. And now they, they, they too, have celluloid in their veins. And wow. For those of you that don't know what that means, look it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, and, and to tell you the truth, that I've said this before, I'll say it a million times, it's the most uplifting week of my year. It just, all these people come from all over and... Last year, one of our filmmakers ended, or subjects of our films ended up on my couch for a night because his Airbnb, whatever, and it's just such a spirit of cooperation and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and very much like a film crew. You know, you come together, you do your thing, and then you all kind of like disperse, kind of like mm-hmm. New York cockroaches. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, and you were right. You said community. That's what we're, you know, yeah. that's what we want to build is community. Yeah. And it's same beautiful. with Central Florida Community Arts. Mm-hmm. But the the fact that it's uh, revolving around film, and I've been very aware of that film, sort of a little challenge that last year at Fusion Fest we gave to the audiences saying, please make a film of what brought you here, how you moved here. And I actually thought I was going to do one. I just never got to it. And now I'm like, oh, man, I could have. And I said, yeah, mine's in there. Well, but actually, year. last, year's, last year's Fusion Fest uh, was being uh, announced films. for this year. Uh, no, actually, the ones that... Lori just did. Uh, Lori just oversaw it. the 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 um, competition that we did last year. Inspired the idea to do do it as a forty eight hour film contest. So, oh. like two was it two weekends ago? I think it was two weekends, two weekends ago. ago. Um, the subjects. Lori did a lot of work with Terry Olson and various other other people involved with Fusion Fest to pull together the filmmakers and the subjects, and so. Last year, because it was the first time and we came up with the idea very close to Fusion Fest, it was just, hey, do a film story about you, do a film about yourself. This year, it was like filmmaker and subject come together um, at, a, at an event on a Friday night, and Saturday and Sunday, the filmmaker, Saturday, the filmmaker shot with the, you know, filmed with, the, with their subject. They didn't know who their subject was going to be or where that it was random drawing. Wow, wow, wow. Um, it was so a lot of fun. Totally, so cool. totally different from last year's and the product will be totally different. And I totally, you know, hope you will, uh, people listening will come and see the films. Um, all 23 of them will be shown. Uh, and there are two screenings of the films and every member of the audience will be able to vote on their favorite. Wow. And so at the, tell us about where and when. Okay, so the first screening is on Wednesday night, September 18th, 18th uh, at Premier Cinemas in Fashion Square. Um, 6.30 screening. 6.30 p.m. screening. <laughs> Tickets are $10, and they're available on our website, peacefilmfest.org. Okay. And uh, the second screening is Saturday night, uh, September 
21st uh, in at on campus at Rollins College in Teed Key Hall. Mm-hmm. And uh, we really encourage people to come to those. They're all stories about people who live in Central Florida. The filmmakers are all local. Um, it's a wonderful celebration of all the different cultures. And, I bet that really would be. Yeah. And did you get more submissions than you're able to use? Um, well, this year we only could make as many films as we had filmmakers. So at some point we started, like we had, I think, like 34 people apply. We went down to 30 and then people, you know, drop out here and there. Mm-hmm. And we ended up with 23 people, uh, filmmakers. Half of them were students. I mean, that's, again, you know, very serendipitous. Um, Lisa got me some adjunct work at UCF for a semester, so I got to farm, like, a whole other college's worth of filmmakers. Nice. Um, I went to, the, you know, the, the Cornerstone Films and just all the film screenings of students. I also went to Rollins College. Um, we didn't get any people from there, but um, it, it, was, it was really a wonderful event, and I, I just really pre-produced. I just asked the people. They were so generous, you know. It's like if you have a, a, a dish that's three or four ingredients, you know, like, Let's see that. You know, I was talking to one of our subjects today, and he told the filmmaker, you're not just going to film me sitting in a chair. You need to get out on the paddleboard with me and film me there, you know. And he was like, uh, you know. So it really challenged people. I think everyone just really rose to the challenge. There was not, there was such a warm spirit in the room uh-huh. that Friday night. It was it was amazing. So, um, so just to, because... These are two screenings out of about 60 we have in yes, the festival. Absolutely. There's another 38 films in the festival besides the Fusion Fest short program, shorts program. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> so That's a lot want. of films. <laughs> it's actually a small festival. Yeah. It's actually a very small festival for a film festival. Is it? Um, so, but you, you, know, but very you can't caref- see them all. Carefully you have cur- to care- yeah, pick the ones you yeah, really... Cur- well, carefully curated for, you know, for open dialogue and inspiration yeah. and, you know, all the things we were talking about sure. before. That's so, what's beautiful and about one it. Of, and Lisa is the director of one of them. Um, so, Well, one of the things that I appreciate about the Global Peace Film Festival is its support of local filmmakers Absolutely. and local filmmaking uh, that that's really something that stands out for me about this particular festival. And Nina, I thought that I had heard that Saturday, the 21st of September, uh, is not only International Peace Day, but I think it's Gratitude Day. Really? So I want to express huh. to you my gratitude oh, for you. your support oh. over the years. I believe this thank is you. about the fourth film of mine uh, mm-hmm. that Nina has programmed uh, with her committee. And we also greatly appreciate her support of students, student Mm -hmm. filmmakers. And Orlando really has a thriving independent filmmaking community. Uh, There are several organizations of um, uh, filmmakers that are out there every day making films. And um, so we rely on film festivals in order for people to see the work that we're doing. Mm -hmm. So. We're just so grateful, you and know, to meet for up that. with like-minded people with like-minded yes. passions, mm-hmm. and that's we, something you know. That's something that all film festivals have the opportunity for. But we're a little smaller and more intimate, and we also encourage not just the filmmakers to hang out together to see each other's work, to you know, to bond, to share, but also we bring the audience in too. And a, a lot of our filmmakers, when they, you know. Um, communicate with us after the festival. That's something that many of them say is, you know, is is how much, 
how much it means to them to have that close relationship to the audience. Are any of the films on social media like YouTube or... If we have a there's an online part of the film festival okay. that's available 24/7 to anybody anywhere. It's literally during the time of the festival so, oh, it so it's starts, live. It's live. Oh. It's online. It's different films than you see than you'll see in the in the live are festival. Are they all shorts? No, not no. all of them are okay. shorts. Most of them are shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year we have close to we have close to 50 films in the online festival. What constitutes a short film? How short Different festivals have different um, definitions of short. Uh, we say under 40 minutes. Uh, some people say under 30. Some people say under 20. Um, a feature is usually considered to be over 75 um, and 75 minutes. Uh, but we have always found that films that sort of park themselves in the middle of that range, you know, anywhere from 45 to 65 minutes, work really well for us because we ha- we really like to have discussions after the films so that people can really engage sure. with yeah. what Yeah, sort of what digest what yeah. they've just... Yeah, and so we call those mediums, which nobody else in the industry does. But because of the changing uh, methods of distribution with streaming and different, uh, you know, and people are watching on their phones and, and uh, other devices, and um, more festivals are now using those what used to be considered off-length films and programming them right so i've uh, noticed that but too. we're we're way ahead of the curve we've been <laughs> do, we've been doing it for at least 15 years <laughs> so oh, well it's been inspiring hearing you all talk about uh, film and uh, have you ever had anyone make a film with their iphone or their smartphone yes yes is that Last a year. thing like yeah oh yes yeah, like oh, sometimes yes. um maybe it is like a festival of self there, did there is there, a couple of yeah, people did. There is also there has been there have been uh, cell phone film festivals, <laughs> um, exclusively films shot on cell phones. And for the, for the documentary that I'm that I'm doing, um, we have a few a few shots that are cell phone shots. I was at an event and um, we had a camera breakdown, and so I just. Held my cell phone up and captured a moment. You know, gonna, may or may not end up in the film, but it was like a moment that we knew we needed. Yeah. And because our camera, uh, you know, the camera that we had, had frozen up because it was in New York. It was bad weather. Um, my phone worked. And but what a nice thing to even have that as an option in this day and time. It's sort of changed the rules for a lot of well, things. Well, also the whole and business has changed. I mean, every the what used to be. You know, the great American novel is now the great American film. Everybody wants to make their film. Everybody wants to make their statement. And, and the technology is there for, every, for anybody who wants to, to do something. Distribution has become more democratized. Production itself, because of the prosumer, you know. And pe- yeah. people are making films well, with phones. iPhones, yeah. I mean, I, I used to I have two DSLRs, an SLR, two point and shoots, and I only use my iPhone. <laughs> I haven't That's used so a real great. camera in years. All right, <laughs> Apple, you hearing that? <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, we've come out of time of this segment, but the good news is we have another segment left. I'm very inspired by the three of you, so I'm really glad you're here. Thank you. Listeners, we'll be back in just a few moments. I'm Mary Thompson Hunt, and you're listening to From the Heart on Magic 107.7 FM.
Hello, listeners. Welcome back to From the Heart. I am Mary Thompson Hunt. Today, without Joshua Vickery, although he'll be back next week. Uh, we miss you, Joshua. But I am totally enjoying the company right now of three outstandingly well-thought-out women of how they see their vision in film and the role of women as filmmakers in film. Really inspired. So we've got Nina Strike. Did I get that right? Yep. The executive director, Lori Turton, festival manager, Global Peace Film Festival, and uh, Lisa Mills, director of one of the films there. Lisa, I wanted to start with you to tell us a little bit about your film. The name of this feature-length documentary is Marching Forward. It is about two Orlando high school band directors, one black and one white, in 1963 and 1964. And they were inspired by music to cross the color line because they wanted to do what was right for their students. Uh, It's about the invitation that the white band director received to take the Edgewater Marching Eagles to the 1964 World's Fair in New York and his subsequent effort to work with uh, Chief Jim Wilson, the band director at Jones High School, Orlando's historically black high school, to get his band to the 1964 World's Fair in New York as well. The two band directors got together, went to the city of Orlando, went to Orange County, and were able to obtain equal funding for both the white band and the black band. In 1964. In 1964 in in the deep south. It's incredible. It's a really incredible story. And uh, the film features uh, stories from the Edgewater alumni and the um, Jones alumni talking about uh, what it was like to be a teenager in Orlando in 1964, uh, what it was like to be in the band, um, what happened when they found out that their bands were going to be going to the New York World's Fair, the fundraising efforts that followed, and then the exciting trip. And then the film has an epilogue about what happened with civil rights in Orlando after 1964. Unfortunately, it wasn't all good after that. There were some setbacks. But I think that people that come and see the film will be inspired by these two men. Yes. In in what way? Well, I think that today we can all learn that making a difference in social justice issues uh, can be done on the very grassroots level. I think that what this film does is that it shows that it doesn't take someone like Dr. Martin Luther King or, you know, a, a, a national hero to make a difference. Uh, In those days, and as a matter of fact, in contemporary times, teachers play a leading role in formulating the opinions, the hearts and minds, not just of their students, but of their entire communities. So I think the message of this film is you can make a difference. You should make a difference. You should do whatever it takes to make your community better. These two men did it in 1964. We can all do it again Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, just and that's why we programmed the film. That's exactly what we want to say in the festival. That's beautiful. That says it all. Just, you know, he did the right thing. He's a band director. You're supposed to want your band to, to go up and beyond the what you think you can do. And it shouldn't matter anything except how well they play their instruments and look in their uniforms. That's beautiful. I'd like to see this film. 
Well, Marching Forward is going to be screening at the Global Peace Film Festival on Saturday, September 21st at 3 in the afternoon in the beautiful Tiki Concert Hall on Rollins College. Uh, We're very honored and thrilled to have the film programmed at this particular time on a Saturday afternoon is perfect. It's a beautiful venue to screen a a film that contains a, a great deal of music it actually has recordings in it mm-hmm. from the Jones High School Band wow. from 1964. Wow. And you're going to see some old 16 millimeter film of that band uh-huh. marching in the um, Orange Bowl that did, year. Did you reach out to any of the band directors or high school from the school just to see if any of those students in the band who would still live in the area and might even oh yes to... they're in the film we have a Current lot of day? alumni yes we have a lot of, of alumni in the film and they talk about what it was like I mean if you think about it these were people that were in high school in the 63-64 school year in six in November of 63 JFK was assassinated in 64 the Civil Rights Act was passed it was one of the most turbulent years in American history. Uh, there were, there were um, riots. The Vietnam War was raging. And these were people that were in high school at that time, and they were focused on playing music. Mm-hmm. And they talk about what that was like and what it was like to go to New York for the first time. Wow, that's beautiful. Um, I can't well, wait well, to... Any of the, um, students be in, at the screening? Yes, we're going to have some alumni from both Jones and Edgewater there for the question and answer discussion afterward, and also some of the family members. Unfortunately, Chief Wilson and Del Kiefner have passed on, but their family members um, are with us, and they'll be there for the screening mm-hmm. as well. So you can, that's one of the things that makes film festivals special, as is just being able to hear from people like, uh, like the people who will be there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. It makes it um, personal and intimate. Yeah, it makes it real. Real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Like when you see it up on the screen, you don't always believe it, but if you see it right in front of you. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this is a film festival, we when we think of film, we go to be you know entertained. There's Star Wars and whatever, but there are films like this which makes that almost feel like a candy bar compared to a. a well, balanced meal <laughs> there are a lot of there are a lot of documentaries that are inspiring and uh, or or you know impactful in whatever way and hollywood will then go and make a film about it and release the film and i always say a lot of people say oh documentary that's boring but i always say the documentary is actually going to be more the truth exciting because it is a it's the truth a lot of times I mean, Lisa's film, this film is a history, you know, is about history, so it, it already happened. But if you're, if, if a film is following a subject, uh, you know, following an issue that's going on, following a group of people or an individual, they may not know what happens next. And so in the feature film, in the Hollywood film, everybody knows what happens at the end. Mm-hmm. But when you're making that documentary, there's just that, like a science What's, experiment. What, it's, it's an exploration. And, yeah, quote yeah, on film. And, you don't, and and when the revelatory moment happens or the cumulative, you know, culmination moment happens, the filmmakers nor the person in, you know, person or people in the film knew that that exactly what was going to go down. Yeah, and, just and like that dis- makes it so much more um, 
exciting. Yes, especially if you're a truth seeker, you yes. want to know the truth. Yeah. This film, this documentary, gets more laughs than any documentary I've ever made. Uh, this is there's some really funny stories that these alumni talk about. Uh, um, you know uh, about being a band kid in Orlando. Uh-huh. But there's also some stories that they tell that'll just make you shake your head and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe that it was like that mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a documentarian, what you're faced with is trying to make people feel the story, even though it already happened, particularly in history films. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you want people to feel those emotions, you know, the funny things that happened and the sad things that happened and then the crazy things that happened. And if a documentary is is doing its job, people will feel those emotions, and it will be entertaining while it's informative. Mm-hmm. And and particularly for a film about a you know a civil rights issue, it's so important for young people today to know how far we've come, as much as we need to understand how far we have to go. Mm-hmm. Well put. True that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of left speechless, which isn't very good for radio. <laughs> There's just so much you've just said. It's like I feel like I've been going back into my past uh, just knowing. Well, I think that's what's so uplifting about the festival. There's just something for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, people, like Nina said earlier, hear Global Peace, and for some reason they're turned off by it. And I've learned that it can be very sexy. So Nice. We're going to make Global peace sexy again. Okay, there's your t-shirt. <laughs> We're making global peace sexy again. Gosh, it's a message for our time, isn't it? Couldn't we all hope Depends for that? Depends how peace. But anyway, well, I did not say that. Ooh, yes, she did. Well, um, love her for it. I'll tell you what. This is so. Once again, give people information how they can find out. Is there anything online that they can see? I oh, asked yes, you earlier absolutely. about YouTube's or oh. uh, so any of the short films from past. Well, there are trailers. Okay, trailers. On, you know, there are on the trailers website. on on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, none of the films. No, the films are only shown. You know, are only shown in the festival. Got it. Um, the online films, which are different from the ones that you'll see in the live festival. Uh, will be available just for the week of the festival. They go live on at the beginning of the day on the 16th of mm-hmm. September, and they go off um, at midnight on the 20, 22nd, 23rd. Okay. So um, those anybody will be able to see any time during that time frame. Uh, and the others, um, just look at the website, peacefilmfest.org, and uh, tickets are available there. You can buy a ticket to an individual film, or you can buy a pass. Um, that will get you to, uh, there's descriptions of what the passes right, are, mostly everything. The more you buy, the more you get. Right, yeah. right. Um, uh, you are can, there you any can, festivals like the Peace Festival for film for theater? Huh. You mean like plays that people put Well, of course, there's French Fest. Well, there is well, French Fest, yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, yeah. specifically, like these are documentaries. They're based mm-hmm. on true things, right, for this festival? Well, she has some narrative. Um, Do you have narratives? Oh, uh, we only have well? one narrative this mm-hmm. year. It's the opening night film. Um, but we have we actually have a film called Walk in My Shoes, which is the uh, filming of a theater piece. So, Interesting. Um, and mm-hmm. it was a piece that was developed by um, a collaborative process among artists and subjects. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so there's a lot of variety. 
that's what I like about the arts, that the collaboration. Yeah. You learn so much from people. Uh, like today, learning from the three of you. Like, this was really, really interesting. I'm going to attend this year. Great. I, I wanted to, to say We will look you. forward to Thank seeing you. you. I wanted to say something about um, the festival experience as well, because when I tell people that I make films, their response is always, oh, can I watch it online? <laughs> and I just want to say that this the film festival experience, like the Global Peace Film Festival, it's, it, it provides an important opportunity for people to come together and to have a collective experience watching a, a film and then have a discussion afterward, you know, about something that's important in our society. I feel like these are opportunities that are becoming fewer and fewer for all of us to get together and talk about important things, yes. you know, in a venue talk, like that. Connections. And so I try to encourage people when they ask me about my films to come out to the festival and see it there with other people and then talk about it afterwards. That's really, I think, the beauty of this festival. That's the, that's the icing on the cake for the experience is to be able mm -hmm. to then share thoughts and hear others. Yes. So one more time, because we are about to end our show, give us the website. Uh, Peacefilmfest.org peacefilmfest.org. You can't say you didn't hear it enough times, listeners. Write it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank all three of you for being thank here. You. I'm inspired, and I'll come say hi when thank I see you, you there. Yes, now please. that I know who you are. Thanks for having me. Um, listeners, you've been listening to From the Heart. I'm Mary Thompson Hunt. Next week, Joshua Vickery will be back, and we'll see you then. Go out and experience some art. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>